Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. To Ninth and Highland we go today on Urban Spelunking to a, a, a big job in progress. I got to tell you, May 15th was a day that we're living in for me, for people who love Milwaukee architecture. You know? Yeah. I mean, I remember, <laughs> it's, it's like the JFK shooting or something. I remember where I was when I heard about it. I remember it, when when the news that Trinity Lutheran Church on 9th and Highland had had uh, had a fire. I remember just seeing you posting and, and seeing some of those early pictures coming through, some really dramatic video and, and photos. It was really devastating. I was in Wauwatosa at a doctor's appointment, so I was like sort of incommunicado for a few minutes. I came out and my phone was just like blowing up with text messages, a bunch of them from Jim McCabe from Milwaukee Brewing, Mm -hmm. who was busy at work building his brewery across the street, who was just like texting me pictures fast and furious because he was right there. And I couldn't believe it. We all, I mean, you know, we remember how this was. We thought the church was doomed because it looked so bad. You know, the roof had caved in and I mean, it just looked really bad. So again, this is Ninth and Highland, the, uh, the Trinity Lutheran Church there. Uh, it goes back to 1878. 1878, yeah, it's it's uh, among the oldest. Obviously, it's sad to to see any building burning, but this one seemed especially close to Milwaukee's heart. Yeah, because it it was, you know, it's one of the oldest buildings in the city, you know, and definitely among the oldest churches. And Trinity also, as a congregation, was one of the sort of founding Lutheran uh, congregations here, which gave birth to other. Um, Many other congregations like St. Stephen grew out of there. I mean, there, there are a bunch of other ones in the city that kind of came out of there. So it was very influential. Uh, the building sits sort of on a naturally high point of the city. So it's really, um, it's got sort of a place of pride, but you can't really miss it. You know, yeah. you can see it from so many different places. Um, and it's just one of those things that you just look at and you think, there's no way you can replace that, right? If it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. You know, um, so- but luckily it's not gone. Amazingly. So now, five months later, you're kind of checking in to see what the progress has been. And uh, they've made a lot of progress, no doubt, but it still is is very much um, a reconstruction zone and and cleanup. I mean, not even a reconstruction yet. This is is still cleanup mode. Oh, yeah. They're not even even there yet. And I think they're as amazing as they've been about sort of taking it one day at a time and you know, and, and looking on the bright side of things, it's, they've got so much work ahead of them that they're just kind of, I guess they're sort of forced to take it one day at a time, um, in part financially, but also just because it's going to be a big job and a sort of long lasting job. So what's the status right now? Well, the first thing they had to do was have engineers in to make sure that it could be saved, which they did. Um, and then those engineers determined that if they, you know, that if they could stabilize the exterior walls, they would be able to put a temporary roof on it to allow them inside to do work. So what's happened now is they've they've put these I-beams on the outside to stabilize the walls. Okay. Um, because the walls would bear so much, because of the construction of the time, the walls would bear so much weight of that roof. Uh, so that happened. And then now they're inside cleaning up. And there is just, when you walk in, I mean, we've all seen pictures probably of this by now, but when you go in there, there are, the entire sanctuary of this church, which was a pretty big church, was filled with like four feet of wow. like above the height of the pews. There was just this muck and junk, it was like a mix of like burnt stuff, ashes, melted things, just all, you know, all building materials, all of the stuff from the roof and the ceiling that had collapsed down into the sanctuary. So 
they've been working for weeks and weeks to get this stuff out of there, but they don't want to just sort of bring in, I'm not sure they could do it anyway, but they don't want to just sort of scoop the stuff out and throw it out. They're actually going through it because they're finding useful things that they can save um, and things that will help them recreate stuff that was lost. You know, so around the, there was a big chandelier hanging in the center and there was on the ceiling, there was a, a, a big design painted around it and they've managed to save enough of that that they can reuse that plus recreate the rest of it with what they have there as an example. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine just looking that task, you know, in the, the square in the eye that we got to go through four feet of rubble, Yeah, you know, and, and try to find the useful bits. I'm sure it takes a, a I'm sure it takes a, a, a fair amount of faith. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And they can't, I mean, even things like they're not the, like the pews, they can't save all of the pews, but they think they can save a few rows of the pews and the ones that they save, they can use to have carpenters build new ones that, replicate the old ones. Um, but yeah, they're, I mean, if you follow them on Facebook or anything and you, if you talk to them, they're just, they're in that Phoenix rises again mode, you know, and, and they're extremely faithful about it. They're extremely, um, hopeful about it. And it's pretty impressive considering when you're standing in there, like this sort of ruination around you, how positive they are about their ability to rebuild it. More from the site of Trinity Lutheran church as it recovers from this massive fire back in May. Our conversation continues next. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. So when you were interviewing the folks doing the work, was there any um, indication of you know, timeline here or are, they st- are those questions still not able to be answered? Well, there's timeline for some work. Like the, they're hoping to finish the cleanup in the next few weeks, and then they're hoping to be able to put scaffolding up to put a temporary roof on by around the end of the year or early next year. Um, once they get the temporary roof up and they can sort of dry out the interior, which is getting wet at the moment right, because no we've roof. had this crazy rain the last few weeks and there's no roof, then they can actually put on a permanent roof, work to put on a permanent roof. Um, then they can set about sort of rebuilding the inside However, they're going to do that. Um, the first thing that's happening, though, is um, by the middle of October, they're going to have their office building just to the south uh, will have been reopened. But beyond that, they don't really know. They're still looking at uh, different options for how to do the roof. They're looking at, I mean, there's so many things for them to to figure out the logistics of doing it, uh, getting bidding done, you know, pricing it all out. Uh and it's not like there's nothing else going on in this area, too. This is a pretty oh yeah you know, yeah. There's so much going on there, right? Area, and looking at these pictures, Bobby, from the inside, there there are a fair amount of things that survived. You know, like the the lectern and the and and the altar. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, right in the days right after it, there there was sort of the miraculous story. I was there the day. Uh, it must have been the day after, and they started carrying things out and setting them down. And I said, "Are those the paintings from the altar?" And they said, yeah, and the paintings from this from the altar survived. So much stuff was destroyed and this wooden altar with the paintings survived as did you said, as you said, the, the pulpit survived. Um, it needs some work, but it survived the, um, crucifix that was on the altar survived. So there is actually quite a bit of stuff that's historic in this church that did survive. Unfortunately, the organ, which was perhaps the most historic thing in there. And I mean, it was like a $3 million organ or something super impressive kind of Germanic yeah, organ was lost. But um, they told me among some of the things they saved were these important 
these pieces that connect um, the bellows to the organ itself that are really important to the sound of an organ because the shape of those oh. heavily dictates the, the sound of the organ and they manage to save pieces of that so that wow. they can, if they decide to rebuild an organ, they can use those in the rebuilding of the new one uh, to help ensure that the organ will have some connection to the previous one. So it might still resemble that 1878 in sound. So, in some ways, right. Possibly. Yeah. Well, I, one of the most striking photos, I think, from the from the piece, Bobby, is this one of the the pulpit. And I think if you've ever been in, in any of the really old Lutheran churches in Milwaukee, they all kind of, many of them have this, mm-hmm. like, walk up. There's a big staircase to this elevated pulpit with almost a little roof. With, that, yeah, a that's little canopy it. on top, yeah. And looking at this picture, it looks like that little canopy might have shielded the 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 pulpit from some of the... It does look that way, yeah, because the, cause the canopy took a little bit of a hit. You can see it's sort of a... Canopy doesn't sideways. look so good, yeah. But I mean, again, it's there, so I yeah. think they can probably uh, either fix it or use it to create a replacement that matches, you know. And um, so they, have, I mean, there's just so much work in there to do. The windows need to be done. I mean, it's just like it's overwhelming to think about the kind of work that has to go on in there. And for them, I mean, at some point they may have to prioritize and say, "This is something that's going to happen, and that's something that's not going to happen," just because. Because money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the other issue is that so much of this stuff was built by craftsmen who, whose skills don't really even exist anymore, right? I mean, this was built at a time when you had all of these European craftsmen who came here, carpenters and masons and people who had really specialized skills to do some of this stuff that some of it just doesn't exist. Yeah. That is, you know, looking at just the intricacy of, of the, the woodworking and how these, how these early churches really mirror Europe and a lot of that architecture— yeah, it's it's crazy to think that this is a skill that just is kind of gone. Right. So some of it they might they you know I'm sure they're gonna do they're they've said they're gonna do as much as they can and they clearly love this place and they will do as much as they can. But it's it'll be interesting to see what they can do financially, but also what they can do in terms of craftsmanship. I mean, they may have to I hate to say settle, but they may have to find different ways to replace things that are sort of irreplaceable. Some really great photos, of course, in the article. And, and obviously, Bobby, you're passionate about this story. Uh, I kind of get the sense you're going to be following it pretty close. I think so. So much more about that right here at RadioMilwaukee.org and podcasts on 88.9, including Urban Spelunking, produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from On Milwaukee and, of course, your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org or on iTunes or anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. It's On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo. Thanks. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. Thank you.